This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You got to hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 226 of Icopod. I am Bob Collier Jr. And with me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we are coming off of Survivor Series, which is arguably, in my opinion, the best pay-per-view that we've seen this year. And it only took 11 months. Psycho Sid is the new WWF world champion when he defeated Shawn Michaels. But that's really secondary coming out of the pay-per-view because at Survivor Series in the real main event, which I think maybe all three of us could agree on. Brett the Hitman Hart won his in-ring return, defeating Stone Cold Steve Austin in a match where the winner would be the number one contender to the WWF World Championship. So that means that at the next pay-per-view, the next In Your House, which is taking place on December 15th, the new WWF world champion, Psycho Sid, will be defending against Brett the Hitman Hart. So my question to you, fellas, in just a short few weeks, are you guys interested in a Sid-Brett match or no? Well, there's something loud outside my window, so I was trying to wait a second before I unmuted. <laughs> but I don't see... I. I, I think it's more or less like what how are they gonna build to that besides oh Brett's just the number one contender. So if they can like make it a little bit more interesting, I think it'll sound better. But you know what? At least it's a fresh matchup. And I think that's kind of what's more important to me at this point. Um I would say I'm looking forward to it just because we've seen Brett take on bigger uh mediocrely skilled competitors and get decent matches out of them um so if you're taking sid who we're all pretty high on and you're putting him in there with brett odds are should be a relatively decent match so yeah i would say i'm looking forward to it i only get a little worried because i think as for every series we saw that you know sid basically did nothing against Shawn michaels and maybe it's because it was a little awkward to wrestle someone uh, small like him in that big of a match. So, like, is Brett going to be able to carry Sid throughout the match? I mean, I think he'll be able to probably do it pretty good. But um, keeping well, that in the back of our head. He carried Kevin Nash to some of his best matches. Well, the, well there we go. And I'd it's, say some not very good matches, too. But <laughs> With Kevin Nash? Yeah, weren't those that we saw a couple of those that people They're were like really high middle on of the road? They're there were a couple that we were like, those were that was boring, and people like loved that match, and we for, were like not really good for well, a Kevin Nash match. Okay, right, yes, I uh, guess in that in that regard, yeah, but yeah, and so we'll we'll see. Um, I'm more 
before I can have a solid opinion, though, I really think I need to see I need to see a confrontation. Like I need to see something happen. Yeah, there needs I'm to be a, an actual backstory to it. Good story. Well, I guess that kind of touches on what I was going to say. I'm almost afraid we're not going to see Sid a lot because of the baseball shit. And then, like, he's not going to be at the pay-per-view for some bullshit-ass reason. Uh, that would be really lame, especially in late November, leading into December. I mean, listen, I know it's not, you know, a shitty winter all over the place. But, I mean, come on, yeah, Sid. Like, don't I do- don't know. Don't do that well, to us, man. He's from Arkansas, isn't he? So it's probably good weather year-round. Yeah, but that's not baseball season. So come on, man. Don't do that to us. Yeah, so. Well, it's softball. He's a softball guy. It, wouldn't that be about the same season? It's basically the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, one is underhand and has a bigger ball. And Bob, I know. I know the difference overhand. between the sport. Listen, I'm a... I'm I a, thought softball was for, like, girls and pussies. Well... It could, yeah. And said. I'll tell you right now, I've watched my fair share of softball games on ESPN. And as Austin just delicately put it, those women slash pussies could definitely strike me out. Oh, I ain't saying that. I'm just saying when you're fucking seven foot four hundred uh, <laughs> in the WWF champion, you'd think you'd pick something a little bit more manly than fucking softball. Hey, man. No. Yeah. So but again... As we've discussed, he does look like the final form of your lesbian gym teacher. So I guess it all in full circle makes sense. Right. Yeah, it, it'll just it's just perfect. Yeah. Uh, coming out of Survivor Series as well, there was several returns and debuts. That's a good point. We saw the debuts of Doug Furness and Phil LaFon, which they won their Survivor Series match and it included them pinning the tag team champions. So they're likely the number one contenders. No one knows who they are, but by God, they are the number one contender. I would assume mostly the number one contenders. The Undertaker defeated Mankind in a singles match, which saw Paul Bear suspended above the ring in a short cage. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, the executioner got involved after the fact. Yeah. Uh, Jake Roberts made his return to team up with Mark Merrow. The debuting Rocky Maivia, who we've seen on TV a couple times but not actually compete, and Barry Windham, they defeated Crush, Goldust, Jerry Lawler, and Hunter Hurselmsley. And it's important to know here that Mr. Perfect was not at Survivor Series. There is a note about that in the Observer. He was advertised to be with Helmsley. He was not there. I don't recall it being addressed on commentary, but we have news for that. Of course, I already mentioned Brett. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, which Brett wanted to become the number one contender. The other Survivor Series match saw uh, Diesel, Kevin Nash, Farouk, Scott Hall, and Vader, Russell, Flash Funk, Savio Vega, Yokozuna, and Jimmy Snuka. That's right. Jimmy Snuka in a no contest. So this featured the debut of Flash Funk, who we had not even heard about, and the returning Jimmy Snuka. And there was no finish. And, of course, again, in the main event, Psycho Sid defeated Shawn Michaels to win the WWF Championship. So of the guys that I've listed here for their debuts or returns, are there any that you guys are especially excited about, or do you mostly just not really care? Um, go ahead, Austin. Both. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking both. <laughs> I'm also kind of thinking both. <laughs> um... 
Listen, I know during the show I was making fun of that um, Lafon guy, and I already forgot the other guy's name you just said. Furnace. Doug Furness. Furness and Lafon, but the, the, I think they, if I'm remembering correctly, they had a pretty decent like little end sequence in that tag match, and mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of like thinking about it more. It's like I'm kind of looking forward to seeing them in the tag division because it felt a little bit different. I think that's that my was- big thing here. Are you a uh, revival fan, like the team revival? Um, I would say I am more now than I was, um, but uh, they're not my favorite. Well, I'll speak for myself here because I don't know if Bob will necessarily agree or disagree. Furnace and Lafon, that's what they remind me of, is the revival. Like those type of guys. Yeah, I could see why you would say that. So, I don't know if that helps or hurts your opinion of them. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's about the same. Like, I, I, they're a good team, and I get excited to see them. So, um, in that regard, you know, I guess I am. I guess I am a fan. Um, but so yeah, I'm excited to see them. The tag division needs something, so that'll be nice. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Snuka. Don't even ask that. Don't say that name again. If we see him on Raw, it might be the last time you see me on Raw. I might go back. Because, um, like, what in the fuck? Jake yeah. Roberts, whatever. We've been dealing with his ass for, like, two years now, it seems like. Um, Flash Funk is, like, really random to me. I so, didn't see enough to form an opinion. I That's kind of where I think I'm at. And I think oh. we can all agree that my via is definitely a promising baby face, and they're really pushing his uh, bloodline uh, with wrestling. So I'm curious to see where that's going to take him. For me, I really don't like that he's the one who's the sole survivor on his team. Um, was he I the think sole that... survivor? I thought it was him and somebody else. Regardless, remember. he got the final. No, you're right, you're right. No, it was. It was... He had pinned Crush in gold. So I don't like that. I think it's too much too soon. I mean, this is literally the first time we've seen this guy, and he he stuck very, very training basics. Um, I think he's probably even on TV maybe a little too early here. He probably could use a little bit more polish. I um, want to say that he had only gone to Memphis like in 95, so it might be just a year, maybe yeah. a little over a year. That's really interesting. To me, it feels like an unfinished product, and I don't want that to affect him negatively because I do think there's something there. I just don't think it's right now. Bob, who did he work for in Memphis? The Jarrett's, right? Jerry, Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Long. Yeah. That's that's us. I'm just keep wondering. I believe he had teamed with Dundee. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I... It's hot and cold on him. Um, and any legend at this point who's over 40 years old probably doesn't need to be on the show. The problem is that we're seeing people that I feel like are even older than that. Unless well, it just feels that way. Unless it's it feels a blanket that way. statement. If you're over 40, you probably shouldn't be featured on Raw at this point. Uh, so it was not Dundee. He, had te- he teamed with Bart Sawyer. In USWA. I knew it. And they won the USWA Tag Team Champions twice in the summer of 96. 
Really? Wow. Uh, I think. I like that Dallas is pretending to give a fuck about anything you're talking about right now. Yeah, he don't care. Well, the no. thing is that I asked Bob because I just wanted to hear him say Jarrett on the on this podcast again because it's been a while. But okay, thanks a lot. Um, so yeah, there's that. I I think for myself, I am most intrigued by Furnace Lafon. Um, I think Rocky in the babyface capacity is going to get boring real quick. I just I think that that era of a white meat. Yeah. Baby face is long. That's gone. a fair if the, point. Yeah. If this was 1989 or something, then it might be a little different. But I think we might be past that. Right. Uh, it's also in Flash Funk. I want to enjoy Funk because I enjoy Tuco Scorpio, but I wonder if he's going to be too gimmicky. We just don't know yet. Yeah. Remember, so we, we just, all we know of him is that he's the owner of the strip club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And by knowing that, it's just we made it up. Uh, but also, we should point out here that Farouk is no longer a gladiator. He debuted his Nation Dude. of Domination persona. Okay. I actually forgot about that, but that's actually, like, pretty big shit. I, I think that's huge. I was wondering when he would transition into that, and I had no idea that it was Survivor Series. Well, I, it was a very godly bear. I had to see something about this on Raw tonight. We have because to. it was so out of left field, but it felt so... Like natural, like it felt like this is it what fit we him a lot better than a gladiator gimmick. The problem, I think, my biggest issue with this is so he came in as a heel, as this gladiator. If he walked in like this, holy shit! Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I do think the look is way better. I don't really like the white rappers leading him to the ring. I think that's bullshit. Um. I guess that doesn't really make sense to, for probably what the... No, I don't. No, I don't like that at all. Um, and I I don't know, man. I feel like... Again, it's Farouk. Why does he need a gimmick like anything? Any of that shit. To me, it's slapping a coat of paint on before you strip the old paint. Um, I think the jury's still out on... A, how it'll be received, but B, more importantly, how Ahmed Johnson is going to fit into the angle now. Well, I agree with that too, but... Because the whole thing is, is like, okay, he's a gladiator, but more or less a protector to Sonny, and then he's targeting Ahmed, and now he's this radical, and is Ahmed even on his radar anymore? I don't even know. It's very confusing. I'm wondering if, like... So, you know, you have Farouk, you have PG-13 that, you know, led him to the ring or whatever. I wonder if... Clarence Mason. Clarence Mason, yeah. I, I'm wondering if this is going to lead into some form of, like, a stable, and then Ahmed's going to have to go through that stable to get to Farouk. Well, I was just going to say, I, I don't want it to turn into Ahmed Johnson just joins Farouk, because I think I that's bullshit. I don't think that's the case, no. I don't think that's going to happen. Not, you can't after what happened on Livewire. I really show that don't they heavily want promote. that to happen. Right. Um, I kind of agree with Bob, though. The PG-13 thing is the kind of the most interesting part of it to me, though, is because, like, we've seen them, and they're, like, known wrestlers. They're not just they're not just random guys coming out with them. So, is well, I mean, they, they kind they, of are random guys. Those random well, guys rapping a Nation Domination song. Yeah, but we've seen them on Raw. 
Yeah, like, I'll you're... be honest with you. It doesn't matter. We still saw them, though. Like, that's what yeah. I mean. They're not just out of the blue. Well, they're not playing it that way. I'll be honest with you. I think the reason I don't like it right now is because it's too much men on a mission, uh, men on a mission, and they were a joke. I do not want. Fruit I could get. I see what you mean. with a joke. I, I just don't want that. I don't know if I would compare it to men on a mission. Well, the rapping coming out and vibes. stuff. I get it. Yeah, and like, I don't know, dude. I just, I, I if it comes down to it. I want Farouk as far away from Men on a Mission as possible. So even just close or similar or reminding me, I just I don't like it. Okay, I can. All right, I see. So I it's gotta it's gotta grow on me. We gotta like Dallas said, we need a background, we need a reason why, um, we need to see some aggressive, devastating work by Farouk. Merciless shit. Uh, if we're to go ahead and accept this change just because it's a change and we have to accept it. Yeah, I think a lot of our I, I hope a lot of our questions are answered uh, this this week and hopefully by next week as well. That's uh, they'll quickly give us the answers to our questions. But one of our questions has to be, where was Mr. Perfect? At Survivor Series. He was advertised as late as the last Raw that he will be there with Hunter Assembly, and he was not. Well, according to Dave Meltzer, Mr. Perfect has apparently verbally agreed to a contract with WCW to return to the ring. But the WWF is looking to contest the agreement. Henning, like I said, was advertised for pay-per-view. He never showed up. He looks to be jumping to WCW to continue his mm. in-ring, but the WWF is looking to block it. So there is drama regarding Mr. Kurt Henning, whether or not he's WWF or he's going to be WCW. So I guess we'll have to see how that all plays out in the coming weeks. Well, that's weird because he's literally booked in a Survivor Series match. So like, Well, he wasn't in the match. He was to be the manager. Oh. Of Helmsley in the match. Well, then, yeah, yeah fuck him, leave. Yeah, he wasn't there. Uh, I don't know if you guys will remember, but a few months ago, I had mentioned that the WWF was looking to maybe produce a show you know, that has the ECW feel to it. Like a late night show. Okay. Mm. While it's happening. Shotgun Saturday night is scheduled <gasps> to start on January 4th. And it will take place at various nightclubs and will, in fact, have an ECW feel to it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Now, is it going to be a real ECW feel to it? Or will it be a, a severe knockoff version? Probably more of a knockoff version to it. But uh, they're going through with it. It'll be a late night, Saturday night show. USA is carrying it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Oh, then, yeah, it's going to be bullshit. <laughs> uh, also for Survivor Series Mark Henry was advertised But then mm. he got hurt And it's because he broke his leg And he will be out Four to six weeks Yikes So I don't Very know good. if that's really a, a miss like, you know, I don't think he'll be horribly missed 
considering he wrestled like once. Here's some more controversy, folks. And if this doesn't sound pretty fucking familiar to something that happened maybe a couple of year a couple of years ago, well, because it, it did. So in a in his first show as a commentator on Superstars, Jim Cornette told a joke oh, no. about how a burglar broke into Sable's house and screamed rape, and the burglar said no. A few minutes later, Jim Ross apologized for the joke, saying that Titan doesn't want to make light of domestic violence. Cornette then very sarcastically apologized, saying he would never want to offend anyone. And thanks, Ross, for taking him off Livewire, which he called the, quote, mother, my mother, the car of wrestling TV shows. Okay. Mm. Now, if you remember, and listeners remember, Cornette, Made a tasteless joke for NWA Power, which promptly got him fired and arguably ruined the momentum of NWA Power. (laughs) I do. That's a really great point. I do kind of think that kind of fucking killed their momentum, didn't it? Well, between that and them going behind a paywall, because fuck yeah, but oh yeah, yeah, but Cornette thing happened, and then it was a a decent amount of time after that before they went behind a paywall. So, well, that I think more killed it than anything. Well, that the paywall was a horrible decision, and they've never re- they've never rebounded to the numbers no. they were doing before then. No, no, and they almost pulled me back in once, and I was gonna start, and I just couldn't get myself. I'd it. love to still watch it, but I ain't paying for it. It's available on YouTube. See, it's on YouTube now. Power is. Yeah. They have like a couple different kinds of shows too. They were all like, "We've li- we listened to the fans and starting whatever day." Yeah, it's back. It's been it's back. been back. Well, then maybe I'll watch it again. I ain't uh, paying for your little fucking little fucking not. fight TV bullshit. Yeah. No, um, no. I got a kick. Speaking of Jim Cornette, really quick, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I got a kick out of this um, on Twitter as of this recording. It was it was just a day ago. You can you can buy. A Stacy Cornette. I'm a sin guy. T-shirt. Now listen, before I make a joke, the proceeds go to um, a good organization. However, I think there's a lot of guys who probably need this. <laughs> well, yeah, they should be probably gifted them. A lot of guys yeah. should be gifted this, and they should probably come with like, like a vial of the hot tub water. Mm. Uh, like you know, like the like a little thing. Yeah. And then you get it with actually anyone should be gifted that if you buy it. No man, we don't want that. Um, I don't think at this time Cornette's quite cut out for commentary. Uh, I did like him on NWA Power, so I guess I'm in the the minority for that. But uh, Jim Cornette, 90s, no, 2000s maybe. I think that Cornette on 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 uh, NWA Power actually probably drew in a lot of people. I I didn't mind it. I I liked it. I think, and then it well, was I just... thought he did a, just a decent job of being a, a commentator. Yeah. Right now, watching this shit though with you guys, he drives me absolutely fucking nuts. No, yeah, it's bad. Well, because like Cornette is still trying to be '80s Cornette at this time, yeah. whereas now I feel like he kind of knows that that ship has sailed. Yeah. But yeah, I think this shit's intolerable. 
I mean, even his promos are not great. Well, that's what I mean. Memorable. Yeah. It's just a lot of yelling and screaming. Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, <clears throat> regarding Survivor Series amongst the Observer fans, 68% said thumbs up, 21% down, and 12 in the middle. Oh. Now, you might be doing some mental math there and then say, hey, Bob, that's more than 100%. And that's right. I rounded up. What? For a few of these things. So, really, you know, it's fine. It's I'm surprised much there was that much thumbs down. Maybe it's, I'm telling. Maybe the Survivor Series matches are something that fans don't like. Yeah. But then why are you buying the show? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the best match on the show was Austin and Hart, followed yeah. by Sid and Sean. And the worst match on the show was Team Farouk against Team Savio Vega. And then second was Mankind and Undertaker. <laughs> yes. So. Small victory for Austin, I suppose. There we go. Uh, all right. There are no house show notes because it was a pay-per-view what? weekend, and that's our main focus is a pay-per-view. What? So it's time to what? get into the November 18th, 1996 season four episode 45 edition of Monday Night Raw. The runtime, 49 minutes, 28 seconds. And I believe that we know for sure that Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vader are going to be battling it out in some kind of, like, Tough Man series. Oh, good. And speaking of Tough what? Man, we're also going to get, I believe, the continuation of the Karate Fighters tournament. What? What a way to that. kill Steve Austin's momentum. Let's put him in a segment with Vader for a Tough Man competition. I'm pretty sure that's what they're... I think it was, and I, I wish that they didn't... Unless they're saying that as, like, the match title, but regardless... I wish they didn't advertise that match before his match with Brett because to me that just screamed I'm losing. Right, I agree with that. I do. I don't. I I don't like when they do that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Anything right. when you're programmed with Vader at this time to me screams I'm losing. I'm losing. Yeah. So does that mean you think he's gonna lose tonight to Vader? I dude, if he does, see ya. All right, I'm going to count down from three. When I say play, that is when you're going to hit your play button if you want to watch along on Peacock or in your own personal collection. But mm-hmm. if you just want to listen, well, then I guess you can just do that too for the next 49 minutes and 28 seconds. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. There's a lot of lights oh. happening. Oh, shit. We're starting off Steve Austin's music. The glass breaks immediately to kick off Raw. Papa Shango's coming out. Yes, Steve, here comes Steve Austin. Papa Shango's right behind him. He's starting to ooze black from the head. Wait. He, originally, he was with Vader. Now he's going to be going up against Mankind. What? So they just said in commentary. Oh, thank God. That's way better. I wonder if that's to huh. uh, combat something uh, happening wait. on WCW. Well, wait a second. Vader might have got injured. Oh, yeah. He could not compete tonight. Son and look at this. Bitch. Look right behind Steve Austin. 
Oh, man. Mankind attacks him from behind. Bob, you just missed it, I believe, but Mankind is now Vader's replacement in this match. Oh, I just heard it, yeah. That's okay. awesome. Uh, what's going on on WCW? Is that why they uh, do the switch here? Let me uh, let me take a look here. Or is Vader, like, shoot injured? Well, that I don't have the answer to, but I can I look at least what's on. I don't think that's the case, but I could be wrong. He looked kind of like he might have got knocked silly there, so who knows? Yeah. Referee's trying to stop this. We are getting a brawl. We're going... Nope, we're still in the entrance area. Uh, we're on the ground here. Oops, I'm looking up the wrong Nitro. Paul Bearer is out there with his uh, his man. Here, once again, I'm going to go over to the uh, my favorite wrestling resource website, WrestlingRecaps.com. Matt Pettycord always giving us the breakdown for Nitro. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't. I, I keep fucking forgetting. Does Raw go with the first hour of Nitro? Now they're starting at the same time. Just yes. three minutes ahead of them. Right. So it's at the first hour, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. As this brawl continues, um, there's an intro, blah, blah, blah. Trying to calm Tony down. Okay, so our opening contest on Nitro is Juventud Guerrera against La Parca, which is La Parca's debut in WCW. Oh. So I and would say that this is not a response to No, Lichwa. I'm going to say no, there's no way. Um, And it looks like uh, La Parca won that match. Okay. That's and a then, rare victory for La Parca. Yeah. And then they're hyping up that Ultimo Dragon will be defending the newly won J-Crown against Rey Mysterio Jr. at World War III. (coughs) Nice. And they show clips of him versus uh, Great Sasuke as well. Um, And then, I might as well just tell you since I'm looking at it, while this brawl continues, there's no official match yet. Referees and officials trying to break these guys up. Um, I like this. I like this start to Raw. This is the first time ever, right? Yeah, at least since I've been here. I've never seen this happen. Steve Steve Austin's Austin's kind of been getting his ass whooped. Right, I was about to say that. Well, even in WCW, these guys never crossed paths because they were always heels. Yeah. Oh, bell has rung. If you're wondering at home, we're at 3 minutes, 48 seconds. Bell just rung a second or two ago. Do you think this is kind of like... I know they're both heels, but is this kind of like, hey, we know Steve Austin's a baby face, so we're just going to start leaning into it? Yeah. You guys think so? I don't know if I do I yet. Do. I do. Well, I'll tell you what. Crowd's cheering in. There is still, I mean, look, there's two Stone Cold signs there. There's another one on this side of the crowd that someone Well, that's, that's what I'm saying here. I think There's that's, a nice Cactus Jack shirt. I that's think, a fair point. I think the fans are making it abundantly clear that they're... Well, to be fair, I guess oh, we got to look at back at this way too. Pillman is certainly not a face, and he went and beat his ass. Right. So I guess if you look at it that way, wait a second. Vader is in the crowd. Did you guys just see that? Right there. That guy in like the third row. Uh, yeah, dude. He's literally wearing a singlet and a Vader mask. That's funny. You can actually buy a replica Vader mask off WWE Shop now. You can. You can, yeah. 
Uh-huh. So Austin, your mask collection, it's got to grow, buddy. I'm uh, I don't know, man. I'm pretty well covered. I, I think there's a couple minor ones that I want, but I can't think of any major ones that I'm missing. You need Vader. You need Mankind. <laughs> you just you need- toss like a fucking timekeeper guy to the ground. That's funny. The guy just like. <laughs> the guy just like tipped over. <laughs> That's funny. Referee okay. taking the chair away from Steve Austin, who was going to potentially use it on his opponent. We're back on the outside here. I do like that it's been kind of just a wild brawl, really. Yeah, I really like this. To me, it feels oh. important. Well, you know Vader and him weren't about to be doing this, so... Absolutely not. No it was going to be a fucking abomination. I think I was just whipped into the guardrail and spilled into the crowd, but they are going back into the ring now. Well, Irish whip coming back. Ducks the clothesline by Steve Austin. Oh, mandible claw. Oh, oh low, low, low. Referee's back was turned thanks to Paul Bearer there, though. I gotta pause mine for a minute. I'm too far ahead of you guys. We're going to commercial. Well, continues next. And we're back. We're back here live in New Haven. How much time do you think these guys are going to get right now? 25 minutes. 40. The whole show. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Glad I asked. I, no, I think... Uh, well, how much time has gone by right now? <sighs> okay, Almost we are... Minutes, I think. We're at 7 minutes, 11, 12 seconds. So I say 10. Like, by like the 10-minute mark of the show, they'll be probably wrapping it up. I'm feeling like this is going to end in a no contest with the way this has been brawling, and it's going to carry oh, over to in your house, which would actually be fucking smart, and there'd be some a reason for a match at in your house for once. Mankind just did a leg drop over the apron. Now he drops Austin chest first over the guard railing. That's a good point there, Dallas, that if this kind of just continues to be a fight, that would give them a reason to then actually have a match on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Which makes me feel like they will then not do that. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'm being too hopeful. Steve Austin is dazed. I think Mankind is such an asset to somebody's roster. So different, so solid. Oh, no. Stone Cold going to suplex him to the floor from the apron, but Mankind reverses it into the ring. Ooh, I got nervous right there. That was going to be nasty if he took it, which I would not have been surprised about. I was just picturing his knees just right on the wrapping guard around the guard railing and yeah. just looking disgusting. Right. Swinging neckbreaker here by Mankind. What the heck? Paul Bear calling cool. for the mandible <laughs> but he's pointing into his mouth with two fingers like... <laughs> Hogan leg drop, that could be it. He's not going for a cover, though. Ran I, uh, face for some of the map. 
I just talked to our buddy Screech uh, yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? And uh, it was good. It was it was very good. Screech has got a lot going on in his life right now. And uh, he, he, he actually apologized for not talking, I think, more about the podcast, but says he's still very excited about it and was very excited about our Survivor Series episode. Oh. What do you mean well, by him, excited? Him and 12 under, 12 under people are feeling the same way. Well, that's fine. Better than nobody. Exactly. <laughs> That's what mankind sounds like when he's yelling. Oh, he's giving a wedgie. Oh, stunner over the top rope by mankind. Great. Mankind has proven he's just as tough as Austin. Uh, and for those of you who are keeping score and do listen to the podcast and, and tuned in last week for the pay-per-view episode, we were talking about a Bret Hart jersey. Oh, yes, guys. Yes, we got to talk about this. Uh, currently, I have, a bet, I have a Bret Hart jersey on. Yeah, I got to say, I'm very impressed with the shipping. So inside a week, it went from concept to purchase to on my body for the podcast. And by the way, that's like a shoot week. That was not, we didn't, there's no yeah. breaks in between that. That's a shoot week. Right. Well, what we, I ordered mine on a Wednesday and it got here by Saturday. That is insane. Free shipping. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're brawling on the floor, by the way. Again, keep everyone keeping track at home. I got my uh, Benoit shorts today. Mine are supposedly in the mailbox. I had not retrieved them yet. Mm, okay. I'm wearing my Benoit shorts. Nice. I wanted to see the pants, Bob. Didn't I show you the pants? No. You only told us about them. Yeah. So it's a ripoff. <sighs> okay. Steve funny... Austin is uh, firmly in control here in the inside. Right. The funny thing is Bob is leaving during arguably what's going to be the best part of the show, probably. Correct. Instead so of just it's waiting. a rib on him, really. Yeah. Oh, Holy shit. Holy shit. Dude, those look like oh. his real fucking pants. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Those look ring-worn. What was that? Those look ring-worn. They're pretty cool, man. <laughs> They're fucking awesome. They are fucking great. That's, like, the kind of thing that I'd want to buy, but, like, I don't know if I'd ever end up actually wearing them. Well, the thing, too, is when Austin asked me, are they printed on both sides before I, like, got home to see it? I was like, dude, if they're printed on only one side, that wait a would second. blow so bad. That would suck. The executioner. But then I got them, and there's like, hell yeah, dude, I'm both sides. Tomorrow at work, it's 80s day. Should I wear my Macho Man pants, or should I put on the Simply Ravishing? Oh, dude, the Ravishing pants. Come on. 
The ravishing pants everyone is expecting jacket. Everyone is expecting me. Oh, wait. No, no, tomorrow's uh, just sweatpants. Not 80s. 80 days, 80s days on the Saturday. I'm, I'm Undertaker's out here now. He just knocked Mankind and the Executioner out of the ring. Is that his Oh, well, these guys have wrestled before. So Austin just clothesline Taker. Oh, that is the same Survivor Series gear. Isn't it? Yes, it is. And he got clothesline. He stood on his feet. And here he comes back into the ring. It is, because that Busted. top looks really weird. Busted. Steve Austin cowering away from The Undertaker. He's afraid, dude. Hmm. You want to know one guy? I saw. I think I saw this on Twitter. Was this the match? Oh, okay, this survives. I saw on Twitter like one guy never acted so scared of the Undertaker. You guys know who it is? Hmm. Al Snow. I don't know. I, um, I mean, that, that could be right because I don't think they actually had any interaction. The ever. Sultan Rikishi. I don't know. I don't know. Bret Hart. Whoa. Yeah. Apparently, Bret Hart never cowered away from The Undertaker. Wow. I believe that. The Encore Survivor Series. 8-7 Central. Get it. Wait, the Nation of Domination is set next. We're about to. Yeah, I don't know what that means. We're zooming in on the we're, crowd for no that? reason. Okay. Here's the replay. I like how the executioner just is like mindlessly <laughs> walking. He got eliminated from the Royal Rumble. He's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to leave now. Wait a second. Oh. There's... They're Ooh. thinking Ahmed Johnson's walking down the aisle. We have, don't have a shot of him. Bullshit. Yet. Wait, he's coming through the crowd. What? Can we get a better fucking angle? Okay, here they he know, is. They didn't know where to look at. You can barely, you can tell it's Ahmed just by his fucking sneakers or shoes. You can't even tell that's the guy. It's Big T. There he is, Ahmed Johnson. Don't be touching me, Craig. Wait, they just moved that guy so he could, like, come over here and sit down. So he must have been another plant, I guess. But here comes Sonny. You know you want, man. (laughs) Wait a second. Usually the stars come and sit in the front row. They got Ahmed up (laughs) in the fucking nosebleeds, dude. He's probably got a restraining order. Vince goes, what is she doing out here? Lawler says, looking good. And he goes, she's doing that all right. I don't it's know true. about that skirt. I know you want me now. The front row, some guys are bowing to her. This is what I call a heck of a crowd. Is she a baby face now? Dude, I don't know. Guys, bad news. It appears she's still in jail. She's introducing the leader of the Nation of Domination. 
Wait a second. I need everyone right now to pause. Not the Raw. But pause our podcast. And you need to go. Whoa. You need to go follow at IsSunnyInJail on Twitter. They only have 57 followers right now, but they're recent. They must just be starting. Is Sonny in jail? Follow. Yeah, I'm following as well. The cover photo, by the way, is a photoshopped photo of a Sonny promo. In a jail. <laughs> in, jail. <laughs> in a jail. <laughs> I uh, I saw one where it was... Here's the mugshot. A mugshot. Yeah. I like. I saw one where it was, uh, does Brahart still <laughs> hate Goldberg? And then it said yes. <laughs> Wait, wait, is Sonny in jail is following four people. One of them is, is Teddy Hart in jail? That's and the a good other, page. The other one, is Tess still dead? <laughs> is Tess still dead? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm following fucking both of them, dude. <laughs> wait a second. On April 17th, he is risen. For for Easter, he is risen. Oh. But he hasn't he hasn't gone back and died again since then. Is Tess still wow. dead? <laughs> I gotta follow his Teddy Hart. On April Fool's they posted no. <laughs> they look at Ahmed's handing out autographs in the crowd. He's still sitting down, by the way. He's like passing them out while sitting down. Holy okay. shit. So Fruit finally made it to the ring. Don't worry, guys. If you follow us over at IcoPod on Twitter, I'm going to share the Sunny page on there. That's fucking hilarious. Did you guys ever play the WWF In Your House video game? I don't think I ever did. I don't think I ever did either. No, I didn't. It looks like just an arcade version again. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Sunny's thing started... I mean, it's got a bunch of stuff, but so she said she was in jail on February 28th. Then there's then it doesn't post again besides a retweet till April 6th and says not yet. And then there's a mugshot and it goes, yes, (laughs) on May 7th. (laughs) Well, all right. So we got Farouk and Savio here. I really, I really wonder if there's an explanation for Farouk. Nah, we're gonna just skip it. I feel bad for Savio because ever since that Raw after King of the Ring '95, when he didn't beat Jarrett for the IC title, I feel like there's been just no interest in him. Well, I think Savio is one of those guys that through watching. In, in following along with context in this podcast, I've garnered, a, you know, a huge amount of respect for the, the character and just the performer. Because, like, before, you'd put on some Attitude Era shit or some pay-per-views. You'd be like, oh, Savio Vega, like, who gives a fuck? But, like, I don't know. I think he was handed kind of a, a raw deal, no pun intended, in the WWF. And really, most of his shit that we've seen hasn't been terrible, garbage, dumpster fire, Duke the Dumpster, Drozzy shit. Right. So, I don't know. I think that's uh, that's been one of the pluses for me watching back is to better appreciate Savio Vega. 
crossbody by Vega for two count. Uh, no, oh, there's. Does Ahmed have a spotlight on him the entire match now? Because like that's weird. Seems like it. I really don't like that he's sitting up fucking eighteen rows deep. Look at him. Look how pissed he is with his Survivor Series hat on. It's probably for security reasons. Come on. Don't play dumb with us like that, please. They're trying to protect Farouk. Um, and Ahmed from himself. Really interesting. Cat Sunny says, she's more intimidating standing outside the ring than Ahmed Johnson. Spine buster by Farouk. Yeah, because technically she's killed a guy and Ahmed hasn't. Fair. That we know of. Really thought he pulled a fast one there, but he didn't. Who who's the white guys? PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're doing like the black pride symbol to the crowd, which I think is a little weird. <laughs> No, the Farouk is doing it as well. I think it's supposed to be kind of weird. Well, they're saying that he is the leader. I would love to know where this stemmed out of. What made them say, you know what, we should do a Farouk? Let's make him like a Black Panther Party guy. I feel like it's because they knew the gladiator thing wasn't going to do go anywhere. I know, but where did they pull that from? I don't know. It just seems out of such fucking left field. Well, like, oh, I think, hey. Oh. I think that's my kind of thing is, like, they just changed shit, and I'm surprised they didn't change his name. Like, that's how, how they act. Like, I'm surprised he didn't come out and he had some other bullshit name. Well, they did change his name. He was Farouk Assad. And now no, he's, he's been Farouk. just Farouk for a while. But he was Farouk Assad. For like a month. Right, and then he changed his name to Farouk. Okay, but then the gimmick is what I'm getting at, and you know that, Bob. Well, no, I don't know that. <sighs> we are the nation of why wouldn't Why wouldn't Steve Austin change his name from uh, his WCW days? Because uh, it's his name. Well, Farouk is uh, Farouk's name. Is it actually his name? Yeah. I don't believe oh. you. I'm looking it's it up. It's fucking Ron Simmons. Are you kidding? Yeah, wait a second. God damn it. What the fuck? I knew that. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Dallas to look it up and Man. be like, oh shit, wait a minute. You're a little bitch for that one. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. I'll tell you right now, the crowd is pretty lifeless for this match. Me yeah. too. Psycho like said, is going to be here live, they're saying. I feel like if you're trying to maybe make Farouk, like, a viable, serious threat as a heel, like, he should have probably beat Savio by now. Well, I said before we even started this podcast, <laughs> Farouk needs ferocious, aggressive wins. This does not categorize any of the above. Yeah. I'm mad. Oh, nope. 
You mean Sabu, not Ahmed. We knew, we knew, we knew what he meant. That was a bad face buster. Come on, Farouk, just finish this guy off already. That's rude. Well, no, that would be rude if I said that to Sonny. Like, come on, Sonny, finish this guy off already. Uh, we're already, speaking of already, we're uh, 25, almost 26 minutes in here. Yeah. So we're getting some lengthy action. How does Shawn Michaels feel about all this? Hopefully we'll find out about that very soon. Will we hear about it in three weeks or four weeks? You're damn right. Will Shawn Michaels wrestle it in your house? Probably not. Uh, hey, you guys know what's really good that I forgot it's really good? What's that? Till I bought them at the store yesterday. Um, the the filled Twizzlers with like the filling on oh, them. Oh, okay. They're good, but they're not my favorite. Dude. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Are you talking? Is it the multicolored ones? No, it's like the red and the yellows. They're okay, but they're not that good. I oh. will tell you right now. Sarah is obsessed with those. Love I them. like pull and peel. Period. No. She likes those as well. I wonder if I have those. I like the Wait, red and the yellow because it's, like, so sour and so sweet together. No, I get what you mean. I remember our buddy used to get those. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Did you just see that? Uh, yeah, Farouk and Savio were just attempting a superplex off the top and then fell off of the top rope. Yeah, dude, those are the ones. Bob, you just missed a very, very dangerous botch. Well, I they, wouldn't want to see that anyway. They were going for a superplex and both fell backwards off the top rope to the floor. To the floor. Uh, Bob, eat the yellow one specifically. The yellow one's really good. Wait, Bob, I have a very important question for you. I've been, I've been, I could have asked oh, you off there. Oh, Savia goes to the floor. Bob, how many free pizzas do you have at Domino's right now? How many free ones? Yeah. Three. Huh? Three? You do? <laughs> yeah, I have three free pizzas from Domino's. Yeah, like in your app or whatever. How else would I have that, Dallas? Wait a yeah, second. Fucking app. Um, I'm what I'm getting at is, I I'm just thinking that you could get the pizza for um double or nothing. But uh, Ahmed is kind of going crazy now. <laughs> uh, and he's in the ring. Uh, and yep, PG thirteen leave. He's got a fucking two by four. He just threw the two by four. If you think for one second. Bob, come on, dude. Why some- would Bob use his hard-earned points? Yeah, if you're thinking I'm wasting my fucking free pizzas on your ass when you're like, Domino's isn't even that good. No, dude, fuck you. I bet you they don't even let you redeem all three at once. I don't think they do. Um, By the way, don't you have to order like 10 times to get a free pizza? No, you just it's essentially, as long as your order is like over $10, you get 10 points. I'm just trying to trying to cut a deal here. I pretty much bought the pizza last time, so like I figured you could use some oh free pizzas. Oh boy, we're dude. Dallas has got it logged in his phone. You're in his notes, dude. You're fucked. <laughs> no. You're um, Dallas. Bob's, in, Bob's in my notes for something else, but you're Hang fucked. On a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Dallas, you came over for the pay per view last time. We didn't have pizza. Oh, that was the. Oh, sorry, two times ago. Okay, you're in his phone, dude. You're fucked. That's how long um, it's going got, to an- got, got another question for you. Do you yeah. not recall myself 
and Zach paying you money for that or what? Yeah, but I still, I still, but I didn't. No one paid me for the pizza. I, you guys I paid me. you. I paid you for the pizza. You gave me twenty bucks for the pay per view. Bullshit. No, that's what you. Did. I gave you a twenty for the thing and for the pizza because Zach also paid you for that. Uh, it's okay. I'm just saying. So just no, figured. fuck you. No, dude, I am not. Listen, um, Bob, Ahmed has snakeskin boots this on. This is the you're going down segment. You're going down. You're going down. You're going down. The crowd really is getting behind this. That's my favorite. You made me miss it because you had to argue with me because I fucking. Ahmed's a bad dude. Yeah, remember when I bought well, you well, that well, that thing from the fucking uh, larger than lifey piece of shit? But yeah, fuck you. No, I actually don't. But um, or no, Gizmos, I mean. Dallas still has two dollars for milk at Buffalo Wild Wings for Michael Jeffrey Thompson. I might have deleted that. And that was roughly ten years ago. <laughs> Let me see if I still got it. You have a file of people that owe you money? Yes, dude. You think I'm making this shit up? Oh my god! I mostly have that because it's funny. Yeah. Who else owes you money? You. Or who else? Uh, technically my mother, but I'll never get that. Probably Joe Sweet. No, luckily no one else does. <clears throat> How much do I owe you? I'm not even gonna tell you because you're gonna be like, I'll pay you in three years. <laughs> How much money is it? One eighty-six. Oh fuck, man. Good luck. Holy <laughs> so- shit, dude! You got quite the bill racked up. Yeah, I know. Good luck getting it. Stop it. Damn, dude. You're fucked. Anyways, what this kind of comes down to... If I declare bankruptcy, I don't have to pay it, so fuck you. I declare bankruptcy. That's not true. Basically, what I was getting at is Sonny just beat Bob Backlund in the Karate Fighters uh, thing. Oh, good. I don't want you to buy me pizza, Bob. I don't want that. I want you to get free pizza for me. And what better way to do By that? using your points. Right. Yeah, but you never cash in on them, so I think it's just... I cash pro- in on them all the time. Okay, so all the time is going to be this Sunday, May 29th. Oh. I'm not using my free point. I can't believe you right now. What? No, because you know what? The same the same guy. No, okay, I know what, what you're I, getting to. Wait, what do I get out of it? You get also get pizza. Yeah, but then I have to share it with you, who then pays nothing. Okay, how about this? How about this? It, look, it's <laughs> working out with the dumb, the dumbbells. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to cut you a deal, right? This is a good one. So listen. Yeah, okay. You get the pizzas. Right. I will buy the lava cakes. No. What? Oh, yeah, that weighs out pretty evenly. No, 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 well, they're buy, free pizzas. I will buy, I will buy Dorjono pizzas and we'll fucking cook them. I'm fine with that, too, I guess. Not the same as free dominoes, but then we don't have to, like, tip the guy. Exactly. Okay, I'll accept that. All right, so I'll get you, like, a broccoli and, like... Oh! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's green, you'll shit. <laughs> oh, okay, don't I know it. Pitchers. Look, they're trying to make Sid look bad, remember, because he hit L- Jose with the fucking camera, and he experienced chest pains. I can't wait for him to ask Sid, how do you feel about Jose Lothario? I don't give a damn about Jose Lothario. Did 
Dude, that's rude. No. It's true. We're just getting recaps here of still yeah. images. So don't get too fucking excited. Oh, I won't. Shawn Michaels gonna throw him back in. Damn, I can't believe my pizza thing didn't work out. I've been thinking about that all day to tell you on this show. Yeah, well, I ain't no sucker. It was worth a shot. <laughs> you, you, you can't say I didn't try. I ain't no sucker. All I'm saying is, if I had a free pizza, you're damn right I'd be. Eating I might it not even friends. watch. You know what? I'm not even gonna watch this pay per view anymore. I'm I'm canceling. I've already invited more people. Come on. Who have you invited? My other two people that watch shows. Are they going? I don't know. I thought it was just going to be me and you. I mean, realistically, is They're it going to be me and you? Realistically, is it going to be just me and you? Yeah, probably. Now I know how fucking Austin feels being replaced. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's fine, because when I inevitably quit Icopod, I probably won't ever talk to you fuckers again. Oh, wow. stop it. So, cheers. You... <coughs> oh, what are you drinking? Coors Light. I can't wait. I can't wait for when you quit Icopod, because then that means I don't have to do Icopod anymore. Uh, I'm just drinking the best drink on the goddamn planet. Seven Up. And that is Clear American by Walmart. Ooh, cherry limeade. Um, Peach is the way to go. These are like the 88-cent liter bottles, but they have 12 oh, packs. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. And, dude. I thought wow. the liters were like 68 cents. Are they more in okay, Florida? Whatever, dude. Inflation, okay? Well, I didn't know if they were more in Florida. I don't know. but regardless, I remember when those fuckers right. were 50 cents. Yeah. What the fuck is this? And they went to 58 cents. Why is Bob Holly in with Leaf Cassidy? Why does Leaf Cassidy look very angry and like jacked, like more jacked? Because he's angry, more jacked. Is Bob Holly part of the new rockers? Well, that's what I, that's what I'm getting at. And also, it looked like, um, fucking what's his name, Captain yeah. Lou came out ringside with them. Is Marty Jannetty fired? Probably, <gasps> dude. And Bob Holly is a new rocker. He just doesn't have the gear yet, so he's still Sparky Plug. Fucking probably, dude. And by the way, Leaf Cassidy is looking like the Alice Snow that you would be more Wait, familiar with for the rest guys, of the Guys, why is Captain Lou out with these guys now? He was just walking behind the other two. I think he messed up. It was he an accident. He probably mistimed his fucking entrance. Oh, it was a fucking accident, dude. This is uh, Fridge Boy and LaFon. Hey, is your furnace running? You better go catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody turned off the podcast no you see that's the type of joke where screech right now is just he's hunched over laughing instead no he wrote it down he's using that in his next set he's like oh it's my fucking that's my that's my last joke for fucking fucking waffles baby (laughs) yeah oh my god Jerry Lawler goes to, they're talking about Captain Lou. Does he know Spanish? Because he's getting on with the Spanish commentary. Because he literally put a headset on and he's over at the Spanish announce table. 
You know, Screech sent me a joke a few weeks ago. I meant to tell you guys this. It was kind of long-winded, but the general idea was, is like, he was like, did you know that whenever you yawn, a ghost puts their dick in your mouth? And I was like, okay. I hate that fucking kid. And then he did a follow-up where he was like, you know, Bob, uh, every, you know, at night I sleep with my mouth open and like that, you know, I wake up with like cum in my mouth. So, <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> from like the ghost or whatever. And yeah. Then like, so, so then he's like, so I, uh, I tape my mouth shut and I breathe through my nose, but then I wake up and my ass hurts. Oh my God. Uh, is this shit over yet? <laughs> Not yet. Oh so that's screech for you. That's just a general idea of uh, the type of jokes I get from him. That's so random. And the thing that's really funny about when Scrooge tries to text you a joke is sometimes, like, you you don't read it the way he means to say it. And, like, no. which which his delivery would sometimes help make you laugh. But when you get a text, I sometimes I'm like, what? Like, what are you getting at? I need, I need to see his stand-up live. I haven't. I, we did it for a while. A couple times we saw him, but uh, I don't know if he has been doing it. I don't have, think I, not as often, no. Right. See, Sparky Plug has got quite the bald spot on the top of his head these days. I don't get why these two teams are wrestling. Well, one of them really isn't even a team. It's just two guys that they found backstage to wrestle LaFon and Furnace. Right. Dude, you don't know. Is Clarence Mason with the Nation of Domination and Owen and Boldar? I guess, he's, dude. He's I the new Jim Cornette. He's with everyone, but does nothing. So um, Vince McMahon is basically saying, oh, well, I think you guys would probably do better in a regular tag match, wouldn't you? Since they lost in a Survivor Series match. Well, the I will fighting tell you champions. Right now, the Bulldog and Owen with the tag belts look like absolute stars. Yeah, it looks because they are absolute fucking stars. What do you mean? Spinning, spinning heel kick by the Fon. To uh, Cassidy here. Oh, a nice Savant kick. One, two. No, Cassidy kicks out at three. I feel bad for Leaf Cassidy. His partner's already gone. And now he's stuck as a new rocker with a wannabe race car driver. Go to commercial break. And we're back. New Haven. We're live. New Haven, Connecticut. Sparky Plug's tagging right back in. He's going to go after LaFont. No, he's not. LaFont's going to beat these guys up, too. That's great. <sighs> Ooh, nice drop kick by Sparky Plug. One, two, kick out. Um, I was asking Austin uh, the drink that you got because I recently I bought soda for the first time in a long time uh, because I couldn't help myself. It was it was at zero calorie though. Okay, let me just start. So was mine. But well, yours isn't soda though either. Did no. you get Coke Zero? No, dude. I got Dr Pepper and cream soda. It's like a combo. Oof. And it's pretty good. Oh, I bet. I've been drinking Dr. Pepper. 
Uh, Kaylee also found me some Jones soda, which is my absolute weakness. Yeah, and that's that cream soda as well. And like that's Where did you like, find that? She found it at a random big lots. Sounds about right. Whatever. Whatever works, man. I can't find that shit nowhere. Lafon is this Lafon? Oh no, Furnace. Furnace with a drop kick to Bob Holly. Doug Furnace. Which one of you guys tweeted out to follow is something? I, I said I told everyone I was going to do that. Oh, you <laughs> I want people to make sure they know, and you guys better be following us over at... Oh, you know what? I, I've been meaning to... I don't know if I said this or not, but shout out to uh, Paul D. Matthews, the, also known as Classic Wrestling Review. I, I know a while yeah. back... A while back, he had... Uh, he um he was like burnt out uh, by doing his reviews and then uh, it looks like he's been back at it and he's been retweeting our stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he a does. friend of he the does. show. Yeah, so I'm glad that he, he got through his uh, burnt out phase and uh, he's back uh, doing his wrestling reviews. And also, uh, I've been meaning to say, hey, you should probably stop doing those reviews now because you're cutting into my audience and that's really pissing me off. So right. if you just want to just give up uh, and not do that anymore, that'd be great. I should know. I'm, I'm actually burnt out as well from uh, reviewing wrestling. I haven't written something in like two weeks, so it's going pretty good. Two weeks. Yeah. Good thing. I only have like 168 things in my drafts that I'd need to post. So, oof. Guys, that match wasn't very impressive, to be honest. I thought LaFon and Furnace are good. I think that's more so their opponents being fucking... Right. I think that's their Cassidy and... Okay. Uh, Sid is polishing the title with Jim Ross's oh. pocket square, which had fell out of his pocket. What a bully. They're trying to really push Sid as, um, as like a douchebag now, even though the fans love him. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I could buy in Sid as being a douchebag. They're trying. Don't mean it's gonna work. Oh my God! Brett just did the Wolfpack sign. He's NWO. I knew it. This whole time, holy crap! I just, he just did the Wolfpack sign on that pose. I never even put it together before. <sighs> November '96. Fucking Brett was in the NWO the whole time. It only took him four years to join the group. I cannot believe this. Oh, here comes Sid. Psycho Sid, a guy who did not ever join the NWO. Largely because he can't spell NWO. Jesus. Well, here he comes. Well, the rumor is, is that they gave him a spray, the spray can bottle to, like, spray paint it, and then he just constantly spelled it wrong. That is not true. Yeah, it is. Bischoff is going on record saying, yeah, we were going to put him in there, and then... Really, you just got to spell out N-W-O. I don't listen to Bischoff anymore. And he just wouldn't, he just couldn't do it. Is this guy rustling? I don't think so. Or is he cutting a promo? He doesn't need to. Why is he so mad, dude? You're, you're champion. You should be happy now. Was that a, I think I just saw a headbanger sign. Yes, there was. I saw that earlier. What the fuck? Why is there a headbanger sign? 
What is this? Is this a tour? Sure, dude. Oh, no, they're selling something. I almost ate that entire bag of Twizzlers. I fucking wow. told you. That's Wait, dangerous. look at the Sid. The, you get the rope, the plaque. Uh, by so the way, beat me up. By the way, Bob, uh, the serving size on those Twizzlers is two Twizzlers. Oh, fuck, man. I just had like nine servings. Yeah. You know, the, this serving size bullshit is really, that, that is bullshit. Who eats two Twizzlers? I did earlier, and I'm pissed, but I did. You had only two. Yeah, because that's the serving size, dude. That's ridiculous. I know. You're, you're back doing that where you're having like, oh, I can only have 14 Cheez-Its? I'm trying to because I don't want to be a fat ass. Dallas, you are you are muted, so you got to unmute yourself. Yeah, um, I should no. I should just let you just talk the whole time, and and then we would just be like, whatever. I actually do that. Uh, not with everything as much as I should, but I've I I measure my cereal and my milk in the morning. I bought a scale so I can measure. Oh them. my god! You know, you want to know what I do with serving sizes? I read them and I laugh. I go, <laughs> yeah, right. And then I just <laughs> that's rich. <laughs> okay. And then I fucking eat a shit ton, and then I sit on my couch, and I rub my stomach because I'm in pain, and I go, ouch, and I throw up in the morning. It's great. I threw up this morning, actually. Oh. What? Yeah. Yeah. I woke up, and I was like, oh, boy, I have a headache, and I was like, I don't feel good. And so I drink some water, and then I threw up that water. Oh. And, and you went I, to work anyway? So I went to work, yeah. You're not and supposed then, to do that. You should have stayed home. No, that's right. And then so I went to work. And I was like, why do I feel good? And I was like, wait a minute. I had chicken noodle soup last night. And I went, I didn't read the date on the can. Because, like, it could have been bad. So, for, like, the last, you know, 11 hours at work, I was like, oh, shit. I have bad chicken noodle soup. And I came home. And then the date on it was uh, 2019. And I was like. Oh, my God. Wait, it was just a can of soup, though? That's not that bad. I had three, well, three cans of it. Wait, oh, I missed that detail. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, Bob, I missed that. Yeah, I saw it in my cupboard and I was like, oh, let's have chicken noodle soup tonight. So I fucking put him in there. And I ate it. No problem. Eating it didn't taste funky or nothing. I was like, okay, that's fun. Drank I actually drank the broth. Uh. Yeah. And I went and then uh that was it. So the worst thing that happened out of this whole experience was that I had a headache and I puked up some water. So It's not that bad. It could be worse. I'm not talking anymore. Why not? No, I guess he's not going to answer that. Oh, he's talking right to Brett now. After just blabbing. The reputation. Sid seems like he is lost on this promo already. What reputation is this guy talking about? For Hitman Hurts. Hitman, you have to face me. The master. The ruler of the world. Two men enter, one man survives. December 15th, when the smoke clears. 
This hasn't been terrible. I mean, it's I actually, sad. It's sad, yeah, but I don't think that was awful. He kept it short. Well, he rambled in the beginning. Don't the hell is, oh, there's Jim Ross. I'm going to say, how the hell? Jim Ross got out of there pretty quick. Oh, that's how we finished the episode is just that. Wow. All right. I think that we started the show off pretty good with Austin and Mankind, and then after that, it was pretty boring. I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, but I you know what? We've also seen worse. I think but my problem we can't say that every week. <laughs> but it's true. I, I do feel like and but see that's a good thing. Because it's like you watch watch a ninety five show from the same time last year, and that's the show we just watched. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think it's all <laughs> it's all in context, right? So I don't think that was that bad of an episode of Raw. However, the matches besides that opening match were boring. The Ahmed Farouk confrontation was fun. Yeah, go. But we down. we still got no context. I don't think we're ever going to. I'm like, if they didn't do it then, I don't think we're going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to explain it. Uh, we had a Sid promo, so we saw our new champion on Raw. That might, we might see him once more before the next pay per view. I feel like. If uh, we're lucky. If we're lucky. Um, and we saw uh, Fergus and Lafon, Furnace, whatever the fuck his name is, Furnace yeah, and Lafon. Yeah, but the match wasn't great. I don't think it was that bad, though. I mean, they, yeah. they I think it was their opponents in that case, like Bob said. Okay, but that's fine. But the match wasn't great. I think it was a good showcase for LaFon and Prince. They they showed some good moves in there. Some good moves. That's what the point of it was. So, yeah. Um. So, you know what? what I hope Marty Jenny got fired again, and now it's Bob Holly and Leaf Cassidy as the new rocker. I bet it is. Um,. I would say I was pretty bored. I think the most engaged I was was the very, pretty much as everybody else said at the very beginning of the show. Um, Sid does get a little decent promo here. Should you close the show with that? Probably not. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the eventual collision of Bulldog and Owen versus Lafon and Furnace. Um, I think they'll have, and I'm hoping they'll have a good series of matches, not just one. Right. Um, and I mean, as f- I mean, other than that, you guys covered the Ahmed stuff. I still think Ahmed's a star, and it was something I was worried about him coming back after being gone. Would the steam kind of still be there? I do think it is. I mean, he got over. What, what was he saying? You're going down. You're going down. Yeah. Um, looking jacked in his all black and snakeskin cowboy boots, just looking like a star. I think now that, you know, Farouk maybe isn't dressed like a gladiator, there'll be a little bit more heat to the feud, especially if they bring in the race and nation shit into it. Um, I, you know, do I love it? Is this the best direction that they could possibly go in with Farouk? Probably not, but it's something at least instead of a, a foam helmet on his head. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's things to look forward to moving forward. Is this a skippable episode of Raw? I'd say watch your first match and probably just tune into Nitro for the night. You ain't going to miss much. 
I think that's a very fair assessment. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, but coming off of Survivor Series and just how much we got at Survivor Series that maybe did need a little bit more or a debut that we should have got a little more of the person or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I feel like it was probably lackluster for a follow-up. I'm kind of surprised we didn't see Brett at all. No Brett. Nothing from Sean. That's weird. Oh, the Sean. Brett thing's weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, w- why not have a Flash Funk match on the show? You know, why not have a Rocky Maivia match on this show? Jimmy Snuka. Well, he was supposed to main event. We all know that. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I think the ball was dropped a little bit here, but I'm not sweating it. It's raw, dude. We got fucking seven more of these before the end of the year. So. Right. I don't know. I don't think it was, like, in our world, I don't think it was that awful. But I agree with everything that everyone's saying. But I wasn't like as bored as sometimes I, I get watching this. So, yeah. But I agree. We definitely, I'm sure on next week's episode or whatever, we might see Flash Funk and stuff. Is that going to help us care more about him or get an explanation of who the fuck he is? Probably not. I hope. I hope so too. But after what they just did with Farouk, um, yeah. I'm not expecting a whole lot. No. I'm not either. Uh, all right. Well. Our march towards uh, the next in your house continues. We are, I believe, three weeks away from the next pay-per-view, which will feature Sid defending against Bret Hart. That's so quick. Holy shit. It's, it's nuts. But I yeah. love it because I'd rather have that than 11 weeks. Like we yeah, did. I agree. Uh, but, all right, let's continue our road towards the house. So until next week. For Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Gallion Jr. And this has been Icobot. You gotta hear it.